Hello and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Today is Sunday, July 12, 2020. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? Well, it is July, it is hot, uh, it's it's rainy here, and it's another exciting day for comics. M, how are you doing today? Um, good. Are you ready to read some comics and have some fun? I'm ready to read comics, but I'm not ready to, uh... Uh, not not have this being funny. <laughs> you're, you're not ready for this to not be funny. Yes. Well, like you're, always. You're, you're, you're in for a bad time because this is, I promise you, this is not going to be funny. Uh, you've been spending a lot of time uh, watching watching that, that show about uh, what Alexander Hamilton, haven't you? Yep. Movie. It's well, it's well, but it's, it's 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 well, it's just a recording of the play, so it's what? not really a movie, movie. right? Movie. It's three hours. It's movie. Well, a lot of <laughs> things are three hours that aren't a movie. <laughs> uh, name one. <laughs> I'm sitting in. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, you got me there. If it's at least three hours, it's a movie. I can't argue with that. So with that, let's jump right ahead to our first comic of the day, which is Garfield by Jim Davis. In, in this episode, John and Garfield are it looking looks at. Looks like they're eating pink teeth. It, they're not eating pink teeth. It it's looks a, like it. it. Well, instead, what it is, it, I think it's bowls full of ice cream yeah, scoops. It, yeah, it does. It says it. <laughs> so, they, so they start eating it and they start saying. Right. They just eat like, it looks like each of them eat about 12 scoops of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, really. And so. But, oh, we, we haven't told them who is doing this. I did. It said Garfield and John. Oh, no, you don't. I did. <laughs> no. I did. I did. I did. You're not paying attention. I did say yeah. that. Bleh, you. All right, so they're eating. They're eating all the scoops of ice cream, and they go nom nom nom, and then their their eyes kind of bulge out of their face. It's like, oh, yeah. So their eyes bulge out, and then they literally shoot out of their face, and they scream, yeah. And all their hair falls out. Except, well, John's hair falls. Out. Oh, John's hair all does fall out. Uh, for some reason, because ice cream makes your hair fall out. That is the most severe case of lactose intolerance I've ever seen. And then yeah. that's the weirdest thing ever. And then Liz, uh, John's girlfriend, shows up and goes, "What are you two doing?" And the, and John says, "Of course, having ice cream eating races." And she says, after a panel of silence, "Deal me in." The joke here is that we expect that uh, she would be upset that they are eating <laughs> twelve <laughs> scoops of ice cream. And frankly, I don't even know. Look at this tub of ice cream. It's like they, no ice cream has been taken out of it, but there's been at least 24 scoops of ice cream, and the scoop is just sticking out of the top of it. I know, as if, but it's just like one scoop. It's, it's, and then the scoop uh, that scoops that ice cream doesn't have anything on it. What well, was the point of that? Right, it's just, it's, like this, it's just a scoop of ice. This is like some magical bottomless bowl of ice cream that you yes, can just Yes, but get. at least they keep the uh, hair gone. It, it's, it's, so that doesn't magically appear. That does not magically appear. That's true. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> magic, magic ice cream. All right. Our next comic of the day is Art and Chip sends sums the born loser. In this episode, uh, Wilberforce, the born loser's son, comes up and says, "Hey, I'm trying to save money for a new video game. Is there anything I could do?" And the dad says, "Well, the born loser says, I tell you what, my car is dirty. I'll give you five bucks to go rinse it off. It's parked by the house." And the kid goes, okay, well, can you pay me now? And he goes, wait, why should I pay you before the job's done? And the kid says, well, it's been raining so hard for the past hour. I'm sure my job already is done. You see what the joke here is? Why don't no. you try to explain it? Uh, okay, so, yeah. 
water apparently washes off. Does your wash? Does your car washing for you? That's right. Water does your car washing for you. Well, I'm now. I'm sad that we have a carport on, over our. I know. Yeah, because we're gonna be getting free. <laughs> think of all the free car washes we're not getting there. But you know what we're not also getting is uh birds pooing on the cars. So it works well, out. No, it still happens. It does. Still, <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> all right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, the the kid has worked out a scam whereby he lets the nature do his job for him. Our next comic of the day is Frank and Ernest by Faves. In this uh, episode, Wait, is this new? Uh, no, no, we just don't do it very often because usually it's very wordy on Sundays. But today mm-hmm. it's not, and so uh, we're we're doing it. Okay. Uh, so here, this is exciting for you that you get to see Frank and Ernest no, by Faves. Uh, okay, in this episode, Frank or Ernest, I don't know which one. I don't. I can't. I don't know which one's which. Is carrying a giant fan, and he's telling us, the reader, that hey, when the temperature rises, I lug out this big fan. And then he goes, ah, oh, pan, pan. He goes on. They don't have really panels. It's just one amorphous blob of stuff. But if it were panels, in the next panel, he'd be pushing it along, and then pulling it. And it's very hard. He's sweating, sweat shooting off of him. And then he says, yeah, I bring, I bring this thing out. Then I play some songs from Metallica and Iron Maiden because. It's a heavy metal fan. That's the worst joke I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And do, do you even understand it? Yes, I understand it. Because apparently a fan is heavy metal, and heavy metal is a type of music. That's right. And it's a it's so it's a heavy metal fan in that it is a heavy fan made out of metal. It is also a heavy metal fan because it's a fan that enjoys heavy metal music. And no, I'm pretty sure that it doesn't go that far. No, it does. It's it's multi-layered. It's no, like an onion. No, no, no it, it doesn't. And then finally, it's 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 a fan, like a fan of heavy metal music. So is this what you think of every comic? Yes, I think I I want to give the creators uh, like their due that they think something's going on here. So so multiple jokes here. It's a heavy metal fan. It's a heavy metal fan, and it's a heavy metal fan. Ooh. All right, our next comic of the day is Nancy uh, by Olivia James. In this episode, uh, Nancy's telling Sluggo that the problem with uh, bots online is that they, they spread fake information. Um, blah, blah, blah. She goes on and on, and, and Sluggo says, Sure, but I think you're underestimating how much resistance people can put up to changing their own views after Nancy goes on this tirade. And then, so I think you're underestimating how much resistance people themselves can put up to changing their views. And then Nancy says, no, I'm not. No, no, no. Couldn't it be? Assembly impossible. Not a chance. No, no, no. Mm. And that's it. And then the joke here is that Nancy is proving Sluggo's thesis by making her own resistance to changing her mind. Be, Yeah. <sighs> All right. Our next comic of the day is Brian Crane's Pickles. In this episode, uh, the kid is talking to Pickles, who's got his dog sitting with him on the couch. And uh, the, the kid says, hey, do you love dogs, Grandpa? And he goes, oh, I've always loved doggies. They're very kind and compassionate. They're better than most people. They forgive everything and they never hold a grudge. And then Mrs. Pickles shows up right behind him like with her hands on her hips and looking kind of mad. Uh, and Mrs. Pickles, are you sure? She just looks like neutral. She's just like... Eh, maybe she's standing neutral. There. Yeah, maybe you're right. She's you know, maybe there. maybe I'm trying to make the joke better by saying that. But uh, you you might be right. She's just standing there, and then Mr. Pickles turns back to his grandson and goes, "Oh, wives are great too." 
And the joke here is that he was complimenting dogs, but not saying something nice about his wife. So that's the joke, is that... Uh, she still looks neutral when he says that. It's hard to tell because she has no eyes and no mouth. So it's Well, no, different. she has a mouth, but it's like just going a line. It's, it's a very it's a very tiny line. You're right, but but no eyes. It's weird, man, because because the dog no has, nobody has well, eyes. Except, listen nobody though, the eyes. dog does. The dog has the pupils dog and, and eyes. The kid does. And the kid. But, well, the dog. Okay, the kid has dots. Two dots yeah. for eyes. The, the dog the, has, uh, like, the full thing. Has full eyes, eyes right. And, and then the older the, people, the pickles. Yeah, they just have They have white, blank white spots where their glasses <laughs> are. It's kind of creepy. It is creepy. <laughs> so, in this universe, dogs are the most advanced optically. So, there you go. That's the pickle verse for you. All right. Speaking of dogs, our next episode is, uh, our next comic is Fred Bassett by Alex Graham. Why uh, isn't it called Fred Bassett? Beagle or beagle because because he's a basset hound, not a beagle. He He is. He looks like a beagle. He's a basset. He has the long ears like a beagle. That's a bat. He's clearly a basset hound. That's why he's named Fred Basset. He looks like I call him a beagle. Well, he's not a beagle. You can call him a you 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 can call him a a pug if you want to, but he's clearly not. Okay, he's clearly not a pug. Fred Pug would be a good comic strip, though. I think. Yes, but. But this is this is Fred Bassett, which is about a Bassett hound and not a beagle. If you want to see a beagle, we can look at Peanuts. Snoopy's a beagle. Snoopy doesn't deserve to be a beagle. Oh, man. I do not send me your hate mail, you fans of Charles Schultz's Peanuts. I, I don't need it. Anyway, Fred Bassett and his owners are at a restaurant because apparently that's a thing you do in England is, uh, is bring your dog to restaurants. And... Uh, Mr. Bassett, or whatever his name is, is looking at the spe- today's specials on the menu board. Then he takes out his phone and takes a pictures of it, a picture of it. And then later he's sitting at the table where Fred Bassett is sitting beside them in the restaurant, which is not sanitary because a dog, who knows what a dog's going to get up to. It's going to eat everybody's food. It's going to go around and bother people and eat their food. That's right. Although I guess Fred Bassett as well is right. And uh, so... The, the guy is now looking at his phone and going, okay, here are today's specials, and he's reading them from his phone, and Fred tells us his memory isn't what it used to be. Wait, can't he just get, like, a menu? Like, can he just not, <laughs> can he just get a menu? <laughs> yeah, why Why do they not have menus at this restaurant? I guess because they change daily. Uh, they only want to make one sign. But they can still have. I mean, you, you would think that the waiter no, could help him out no, here, yeah. like. That's just like normal writing. They don't change. It doesn't look like they could change that. What is today's special? They just put up a big, a big sign every day with you know things like <laughs> deep fried white bait is one of the delicious dishes available. Wait, wait, wait. What is white bait? I, I need to know more I, about this. Is it a type of fish? It I, sounds like a fish. It sounds like a type of fish, or perhaps it's, it's a type of it's a type of bait that is fried. I don't know. <laughs> Farmhouse pate. Uh, Smoked haddock, and uh, this this sounds like I don't know I don't know what this. His eyes is. look weird when he's taking the photo. He does. He's closed his eyes, excited that he's taking his picture. So the, the joke here is that this guy's using his phone as a memory aid. Our next comic of the day is the Wizard of <laughs> of Id, and uh, in this episode, the wizard walks in, and there's a line of people just slapping him, <laughs> <laughs> like real hard too. Because no, like, it's like slip, slap, slap. And, like, there's stars shooting off of him when he gets slapped. I mean, that's, like, a no, hard and slap. it's, like, one, then two, then three stars. Like, it goes more Yeah, people are, people are slapping him harder and harder. 
And then, you know, Sir Rodney comes up to him eventually and goes, hey, what, why is everybody, what's wrong with everybody? And he go, and the wizard says, yeah, people aren't real pleased with my latest experiment. And Rodney says, well, why? He said, I've cloned a mosquito. And then old Rodney, what's he do? Wait, he slaps him. But, like, what, what's so wrong with cloning one mosquito one well, time? The, the joke is, why would, you, why would you clone a mosquito? They're the worst. People hate mosquitoes. So they're slapping the wizard because he, he, he used science to create, or magic, rather, to create more mosquitoes, which is the opposite of what you want to do with mosquitoes. You want fewer of them instead of more. Uh, yeah, he's a wizard. Why does he says experiments, which means science? So I don't really get that. Well, you know, sometimes the line between science and magic is ever so thin, and and to some people, <laughs> you, you call know, them you call them almost the same. Some that's just, yes, that's yes, just weird. Yeah, no. To, to to if you don't know what you're looking at, science can appear to be dark sorcery. So yes, there yes, you it go. can. There you go. <laughs> Next comic. Harry of the Potter proves it. <laughs> Our next. There's not a science in Harry Potter. It's just no. I mean, it, you're saying that magic can turn into dark sorcery. Yeah. Yes. Harry that's Potter true. That's that. true. That's true. Voldemort. All right. Our next comic of the day is Ziggy by Tom Wilson. In this episode, uh, Ziggy's on a beach towel on a beach that's very hot, and we can tell it's hot because how do, how can we tell it's hot? Well, the sun and uh, there's a like a seagull on a rock and yeah. doesn't want to go onto there and, and um also and, there are like these like steam i think <laughs> i think stink. it looks like stinkiness it looks like stink lines coming off the beach but i think they're supposed to be heat lines you're right. maybe you're i don't right. know right so yeah and then ziggy's got sweat shooting off his head no so, it doesn't it yes. looks like he's kind of nervous well he no it's sweat look those, mm-hmm. those are drops of sweat just Net shooting goes, off his head sweat goes down well i know in the real but in, in the real world yes but in the real world, they're not stink lines shooting off the beach either. So yes, this good is a point, comic. Good point. Anyway, so Ziggy is standing on his beach towel, looking at his flip flops, which are for some reason far away from him. No, like past like only two stink lines, but like four if you count all of them. I guess several feet away from him. I don't know why his like, and it's not towards the water. It's away from the water that his flip flops are, and so Ziggy is saying to a pelican, "Hey, excuse me, could you do me a favor?" And I do have one question. Well, how is a beach towel preventing him from a beach that's super stinky and hot? That's hot. It's hot because, you know, it's like... But how a, does a beach towel help? It I, does. It does no, because like, the sun's not shining directly on the... The sand conducts heat better than a towel does. So yes, but the, it's, the, but the towel still conducts heat. And not also, as much, not why as much. is nobody else on the beach? Is, like, he on a, like... A deserted island or something? I don't know. Maybe there's maybe they're social distancing in Ziggy. I don't I don't know what's happening. I think that's what... I think that Ziggy is following proper, you know, COVID protocols. No, his sandals are social distancing <laughs> from him. That's right. And he and, if, and that pelican is mad because they are not socially distanced from the pelican. It's, so that's why the pelican's angry. That's what... I think you're, I think you're onto something there. Okay, so... The, but, but the joke is, is that uh, Ziggy wants a bird to bring him his shoes. Our next comic of the day is uh, Bill Retchen and Don Wilder's Croc. In this episode, the French Foreign Legion commander is going into a, a, a first aid tent, and uh, the and he goes in and sees a guy who's injured, and he says, "Wait, I do have one question." Yes. So it says he took a cannibal, but why can't all of you just dodge it? Well, let's okay. Let's let's <laughs> wait. You're jumping ahead. No, the, but re- why can't all of you just dodge it? That's. <laughs> so. Well, your question's actually very good, <laughs> but let's talk about it for a second. Uh, the, the commander comes in and goes, thanks for taking for stepping in front of an, 
stepping in front of and taking that cannonball that was meant for me, Clevis, the soldier. And the soldier says, it was divine intervention. I suddenly felt this mighty force. And he oh, I thought it said mushy force. No, it's mighty. And, and he, so the commander comes out and goes, oh, how's Clevis? The, the lieutenant says, how's Clevis? And the commander says, huh, he still doesn't know I pushed him. And the joke here is that he, the, what he thought was divine intervention was really just his commander pushing him, pushing him in front of the cannonball. But, you know, your question's really good. <laughs> Why didn't, didn't they all just die? They, they Instead of pushing a guy in front of it, just jump out of the way, and yeah. nobody would have gotten hit, and poor Clevis wouldn't be in the in the the hospital right now. Wait, and it looks like he just it doesn't it looks like it's just on top of his body. It doesn't look like it's in him. Or it's something. true. There, there's a cannonball. I didn't notice that. There's a can. He's got a sheet over him, and it looks like he's actually pregnant and about to give birth. But it's he's it's like a cannonball is stuck in his stomach or something. No, it doesn't look like it. It looks like they just put like a bowling ball on top of him. <laughs> it does. It does. So there's a lot of and his pillow is shaped like a boulder for some reason too. I don't. Yes, know. Yes, I noticed that. Like, is I was like, is that the cannonball at first? But no. Nope, nope. No. But it looks like a giant. You're right. I mean, it looks like a giant cannonball, but it's a. He's got a weird. But it's white. It's a white round pillow that looks like a rock. And he's. It doesn't look like he's comfy. It look. It looks like he is. Uh, they it will looks be inducing like he's about to fall off. Kind he of. does. It's a very thin little narrow bed, but he has a little table with something on it. But we but can't. Like it's that's, kind of far. It is. It is. Oh well. There you go. That's that's crock for you. <laughs> it's the second time we've actually laughed today. But it wasn't because of what they did in the comic for sure. All right. Our next comic of the day is Mutt's. Um, Wait, is this his thoughts actually blowing away like a balloon? Maybe. <laughs> There's a cat. The cat is sitting on a pillow and is wrapped in a, a blanket. No, it isn't. Yeah, that's no, a blanket. No, Okay, whatever. Or a Snuggie or something. <laughs> what? And the cat has a, a thought balloon. And it gets smaller with, and goes away. But there's nothing in it. There's away. nothing in the thought balloon. And you're right. You're, you're exactly right. The, the balloon gets smaller and... And smaller. And just floats away. Away. And then and then finally there's no balloon at all. And then in the final panel the cat says Purr? But I don't get that. What what So okay, so the No, you don't get this. You don't get no, this. I don't I may not. The the cat's got thoughts, though there are no thoughts at all because there's <laughs> yes. nothing in the thought balloon. Yes. So he's got empty thoughts. Then his empty thoughts get smaller and smaller and they go away. And then when his empty thoughts go away, the cat Hers. I noticed he started smiling, and it's creepy. It does a creepy smile on the cat too. You're right. I I think I I think the joke is supposed to be that that when you let your thoughts go, you get happy. You know, when I you thought that was a life lesson, not a joke. <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> that's right. I <laughs> but but even as a life lesson. It doesn't make sense because the cat's not thinking of anything. It's just sitting there, not. It's got a thought balloon with no thoughts in it. Maybe its but, thoughts are behind the thought balloon. May, it's the his thought balloon is obscuring the actual thoughts. Maybe. <laughs> yes. So when you let the obscuring balloon go, you can think about things that make you happy and you purr. I. Uh, I but all her happy thoughts are gone now. <laughs> Oh, I, so th there you go. It's 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 okay, not a joke. Okay, we're just gonna call this a, a life lesson. It's a life life lesson. All right. Okay. And our next come. Ah. Oh, yes. Wait. Wait. Well. Wait. We're not doing the fox. No, we're not doing Slylock Fox today. Um. We we save that. You know. We kind of make that special and don't not do it every time. 
Uh, but but speaking of something that's special we shouldn't do every time, it's time for the family circus, which is not special, and I don't know why we do it every time, uh, by Bill Keen. In this episode, <sighs> Billy's screaming. She, she says, like, no, she just says, there's nothing. She, he, he, that's he Billy. just says, there's nothing for me to do. And then it, her, uh, and his then mom hands him a book. Called Space Scouts. Wait, wait. Okay, sure. Yeah. It's called Space Scouts. And uh, uh, what does he, he says, say? I don't want to read, mommy. It's boring. And so he like is super mad that he sits down with the book, starts reading it, kind of likes it, kind of likes it, kind of likes it, and is super happy. And then uh, Jeffy comes and says, "Don't bother me, Jeffy. I can't. Can't you see I'm reading?" Yeah, Jeffy comes with like a baseball and a glove to like play with with good old Billy. But uh, then, but Billy is enjoying the book. So much now that he does not want to play with his brother. And the joke here is that once you open yourself up to the magic of reading, it's the most it's wondrous the second experience. second life lesson ever. ever. <laughs> yet another, yet <laughs> yes. another life lesson. You need to read. Reading is good, but you don't need to read the family circus because you know what? It's never, ever, ever funny. There's your life lesson for you. Put that in your sack, mister. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Put that in your hat and then smash your hat. That's what you should do. Wait, wait, wait. So you want us to smash the thought of not reading the family circus? The point is, the life lesson here is don't read the family circus. That's my point. No, no, no. The life lesson is read the family circus. You, you are young and you don't know any better and you will learn and I will teach you that you should should not be enjoying the family circus because that is is wrong. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. Howling Monkey Radio.